0: all right welcome everybody to the usdn this is going to be our echo route party um so welcome everybody this is the usdn where we are for the people by the people and of the people here at usdn we strive to bring you all the latest news and rumors all right here in one place and once rumors are confirmed we slap them with that seal of approval So with that, let's get this started. It's a trap! everybody welcome back let me introduce you to one of tonight's special guests a bill of the pop break so let's welcome in bill Bill, well usdn
1: what's going on man Well, i am very uh flattered and honored to be here uh you know given granted clearance to the usdn yes my name is bill bodkin i'm the editor-in-chief of the pop You may have also seen me on such things as the Bob Culture Podcast. And I am, uh, speaking of podcasts, I'm the co-host of the Socially Distanced Podcast, uh, which you can find every Friday on all your favorite streaming platforms. I am the Bill in the Bill versus the MCU Podcast, which is my uh, first watch podcast for Marvel since I was the original uh, Marvel Burnout. Uh, And we are currently our new season starts uh, in february we're going to be talking the first we're going to be doing all the x-men movies up until deadpool's release and then finally i am part you could find that on pop break today and then pop break tv uh where we do tv break uh which is our insider look at all things tv the streaming wars uh the brand new episodes that have dropped for new series we're talking about everything over there on pop break tv and of course the pop doing this for 15 years talking about all things pop culture from pro wrestling to marvel and everything in between uh joining us soon will be uh my socially distanced podcast co-host uh amanda rivas who is also the co-host of the anime pop podcast over on pop break today i have a lot of plugs and i can keep going all day i am also simulcasting AEW dynamite while i do this and i could see it out of the corner of my eye at my boy the Big must, the Big Mustache Hangman Adam Page taking on Penta El Zero Miero in all white. So you know that means uh, hopefully some somebody's blood. bleeding. Uh, I, I certainly hope so. But uh Jeff again, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for always sharing all the stuff on pop break. I found that you've been a pop break uh reader for way longer than I, I've known. So that's really cool. Like I said, I really have. It, it was,
0: so for me, it was uh, one of those where I tuned into bcp the first time and there's a bill buck in there and i'm like wait is that the same one and then you mentioned it i was like well i'll be damn but you're being modest right now you forgot to mention a key part of who you are
1: and that is i'm a dad uh which is great i have a nine-year-old daughter she's awesome but i know you're going to mention uh probably that i'm a bcp hall of famer which is that's a weird honor that rob bestowed on me rob's a good friend uh, he's a good brother. We've been we've been through the best of times. We've been through the worst of times, which did lead back to the best of times. And uh, I've been a proud, uh, I've been really proud to watch the Bob Culture podcast go from a local music podcast, uh, based out of the Jersey Shore, to uh, what it is today—a full-fledged digital pop culture magazine. Gee, I wonder where you got that idea from. And, uh, and then, oh, but yeah. also one of the best uh, podcasts that celebrates all things independent wrestling
0: is good and I, I wasn't gonna let you be in a hall of famer slide yeah we were getting it out there
1: yeah i mean it's still weird i'm only 42 don't let the gray hair fool you guys um i mean i was much younger when uh you know much younger when pop break started and much less married and much less busy in life but all oh,
0: right ladies and gentlemen
1: amanda is in the house
0: finally we had some technical oh. difficulties we all did today getting in so let's bring in amanda
2: Hi guys, I am Yo. so sorry. <laughs>
1: I haven't Super seen good. you in so
0: long. Been, all of us I tonight. Know. I getting on too. Yeah, it seems I like was... a... oh, yesterday, I think.
2: Yeah, I was like, camera wouldn't turn on, mic wouldn't turn on, and I'm like, what is happening here? And so I'm like, I'm just gonna reboot my computer and hope for the best.
0: <laughs> well, you're here now. We got you in.
2: Thank you still, again for me. give you
0: a good introduction.
1: I mean, so, I didn't um, give I didn't give her the full intro. I didn't give her the full introduction, which goes places and it, it revolves involves way too many inside jokes for one podcast. Um, we'll but you know,
0: that intro for another show.
1: She is, she is, you know, everyone's. She's the pod mother. She's the Padme Amidala of anime, the Human Star Wars Encyclopedia, the master of the Amanda on a pole match, everyone's favorite emotional woodpecker. Uh, <laughs> you know, which is tying back to our Echo episode. Hey, uh, so, I like
0: yeah, there you go
1: i've done i've done this a few times so you know i'm i'm pretty we, amanda and i we're on a mini tour right now we are like out there it's like our oscar push we're gonna i,
0: I am happy to say i'm i'm y'all's last stop this week before you go back out on your own to do your own things
1: we saved the best for last man yes hey
0: you're gonna you gonna make me blush you're gonna make me blush i don't
1: know if we can see your your cheeks in order to blush but all right well, I, I mean you fit Still
0: red like right view. here and like right here the rest of it's gray
1: I just think that's the alcohol talking. So
0: I oh, don't know. I'm on water. I'm, uh, I'm a water guy. Ah, there we go. Or coffee. I drink a lot of coffee.
2: Same. I love I love my good cup of coffee.
0: Function on coffee and nicotine.
2: There you go. I'm like, don't talk to me unless I've had coffee. Right off the bat in the morning. Not I'm not a morning person no where coffee okay. happens.
1: i just rather most people don't talk to me in the morning. I don't care if I've had coffee or not.
2: I mean, I kind of have no choice, though. People have to talk to me in the morning, and I'm like, eh.
0: Yeah, so Amanda does the anime podcast over at the Pop Break. So we will be seeing, fingers crossed, more of both Bill and Amanda on future shows here at USDN. And yes, Bill is always a true inspiration.
1: Thanks, man, so man. I appreciate it.
0: Keep that emotional woodpecker in check. We're, we're going to get to that
1: woodpecker. That's That's something else. But uh, yeah, that is that is something I accidentally said on our Echo podcast talking about this. And when I said it, I'm like, well, I can never live that down again.
2: No, but that happens a lot on our podcast. So There's random stuff, stuff happens know. and we're just like, it's we're just rolling podcast. with it.
1: It's not a podcast. Yeah, we we know. really we really stack them up, Amanda. So
2: we know. do. We
0: do.
2: <laughs> That's like another joke from another podcast. So.
0: yeah, head over <sighs> and subscribe. We'll, yeah. we're going to, we'll get all the plugs in at the end of the podcast today. But right now, let's roll into into Echo. I know y'all have already covered Echo over at the pot break. Yeah, man. I usually like to let a show marinate and then come on and do a podcast so that's what i did i let echo marinate gave it a couple of weeks for people to watch and then now we're here let's let's roll right into echo so we will start off with her backstory we'll give you the backstory that imdb gives everybody so the backstory goes maya lopez who's ruthless behavior in new york catches up with her in her hometown where she must face her past reconnect with her native american roots and embrace the meaning of family and community if she ever hopes to move forward. So, what y'all think about the, the backstory that was really given to to that from Disney and I guess Marvel, the Marvel Spotlight series. Is who wrote that? Then
2: You'll over. Okay. Yeah. Uh yeah. well, you know, the backstory sounded intriguing to me. You know, I had You know already the trailer was outstanding i was like okay i'm I'm hooked i like i like this ruthless um kind of just the the attitude she brought in and i mean she was a cool character already coming in from hawkeye so Mm -hmm. you know it's like you know i i i also really liked the the incorporation of you know kind of her native american heritage i think it's it's always really neat when done well when when a culture is incorporated um and I had just come up fresh off of watching what if season two yes. and you know, yep. with Kalahori fresh in mind. And so it's like, okay, you know, this is, this is a, a, an additional way. I was like, I was even more excited, if you will, to, to go down and learn more about echo because of what I had seen in what if season two yep. and then for, for Hawkeye. So um, it had a lot of the elements I look for in, in shows. Again, I'm here for the action. I'm here for, you know, again, you know, neat little kind of cultural Easter eggs. And then, you know, again, the family part of it. That's it's always important. Too. It's very well-rounded.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And, and Disney really did good by this series by they went out and they did the research and did all those things to really incorporate the Native American culture into the TV series. So kudos to Disney and Marvel for going out and doing that
1: yeah for sure man like it 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 really added to to the depth and the richness of the character and community like we're we've seen like there's a lot of which i'll be doing on tv brick i've never watched reservation dogs but i mean oh there's so many people from reservation yeah. dogs who are on the show but also just coming off of it, it was it was a little worried i think they were a little worried here because you had this character that was not the most well-known comic character coming yeah. off of Hawkeye being maybe the third important most third or fourth most important character on the show i mean a scene stealer when they were in it but what were people talking about they're talking about okay hawkeye's done when's the next young avengers thing is daredevil coming back and then we're getting to echo
0: well they did kind of spring echo on us
1: for sure they did They did, and so I think that was their worry a little bit. Like, what are we going to get here? And I think Marvel did the right thing by making it a spotlight and saying, okay, we're going to steep this in the Daredevil, uh, you know, Netflix Defender saga style. And I think that worked really well because, I mean, we'll get to it later, how the Marvel of it all was, I think, what Amanda and I were both like, yeah, I don't know if we really needed that, but we'll get into that later.
0: No, no, absolutely. I mean, we got a a nice, nice little show planned out here for us. Um, With that being said, do y'all want to roll into the comic book and how it differed from the TV series? Sure. So she did make her first appearance in comic books in Daredevil number nine in 1999, which in comic book years really wasn't that long ago and she went on to become a crucial member of the avengers and new avengers teams which is she she's never from my knowledge ever gotten her own comic book run until recently when they announced the tv show i i could be wrong on that because i just got back into comic books within the last couple of years same
2: yeah it's it's i haven't touched the comic book at least for echo I know a little bit about her, but I have not read the the comics.
1: So there's a question in the chat. I don't know if I'm supposed to read it now, but I'll do it. Uh, I'll, do it. Yeah, I'll read it. Did I'll either you have an
0: expectation of Echo based on Hawkeye and or what if?
2: Uh, I yeah, did.
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, because I mean, her, she was ruthless in Hawkeye, and that's really who she is.
2: Yeah, so, she, stole, she stole. She stole the show. Stole and hawkeye that was such a cool part of that was such a cool moment in the series
1: yeah but again i was i was worried like my worry was uh, it's just like how much you know like were they gonna get cold feet halfway through it and i'm really glad they didn't because they really stuck to a family story for the most part of the story like a like amanda said and that turned out to be some of the best stuff there. So, it did. yeah. Well, my expectation from What If was I was wondering since Devry Jacobs was the voice of Kahori in What If season two, we're like, well, is this somehow going to tie into this, or will she, that's what I will was Echo's saying. powers or not? Which I'm you, I know is coming up with Echo's powers. Maybe that's going to differ, and maybe there's some sort of link between those two. And I can
2: see
0: them doing that. I can see them eventually. Bringing the two together, but but we'll see. That I'm pretty sure Marvel has a plan. I hope.
2: Yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see what they do with Kalahori because she is a completely original character. So they really can incorporate her wherever they see fit. Is the way I look at it because there's no precedent for Link's her. Link
0: slate, no comic books, no nothing as of right now. I did see. I read an article that they were planning on comic books later. I'll probably probably say later this summer we'll see our, her first comic book hit the shelf.
1: Oh, We did. I mean, we're already seeing a new Thunderbolt series, which mm-hmm. I'm which I'm reading through, but it is different from the films. But so, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, Kevin Feige is in charge of Marvel Entertainment now. So like everything's kind of running. Everything's got to run through him. So I'm not shocked that we're going to see some of these MCU originals like getting or MCU updates getting new titles coming up.
0: Oh, yeah. So with that, the um, w- when it comes to her Native American heritage in the TV show, she is being reflected as being a member of the uh, Choctaw Nation. But in the comic book, she was a Blackfeet Nation from Montana. So that was one of the, what I felt was like a major change to actually who she was, because it is really two different things there. So
1: I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I wonder why they did that. I'm not sure yeah. if, if it was just like, the, the one one group was like, "Now we don't, we don't really want, we don't and, really and
0: want." that's us. kind of what I was thinking is like they they contacted them and they're like, "Yeah, we don't want to really be out in in the media that way." So.
2: Yeah, I I wonder about that too because it it is I mean they're two completely different you know tribes and nations and so it's 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 a delicate line to walk. But that's what I wonder too if they got if uh if they didn't get permission um or the other thing that crossed my mind was i wonder if this was just disney's attempt this is a disney kind of more so to be different from marvel or at least to kind of get away from the comic book a little bit um i'm not sure but
0: yeah it's one of those it it, it kind of made me scratch my head and go but why i mean it's been established i mean yeah i said 1999 wasn't that long ago go in comic book years but in reality it's, it's quite a while so
2: yeah
1: so i thought it was maybe because it was a Lockwood cox and like that's her background that it was sort of like okay we're gonna go with her but it, it's not. See, <laughs> so i was oh. like all right
0: that would make sense too it's just one of those where can, yeah, i scratch my head on that one and go okay cool but why I'm always a why guy when it comes to that kind of stuff. When it comes to like the comic book characters being portrayed into movies, and it's like, well, I've read that comic book. Why did they do it that way? That's not the story. Or why are they combining these three stories into one story? And that's always been my argument with DC movies, Marvel movies, what have you. But that's a whole nother show for a whole nother time. So in also one of the big differences is when maya shoots kingpin in the marvel comets she returns home to explore her roots in the tv series however in the comic book she travels like she just goes about she has a uh, she meets wolverine befriends him he helps her recover and teaches her japanese culture customs uh or about organized crime and really what a teacher
1: I was like, let me tell you, let me teach you about Japan. Here's the mob. Let's go. Yeah. Where was that class uh, at Rutgers University, guys? Come on. <laughs> hey. I would have taken that. That's a good question. But, you know, it's one of those where they
0: sh- they were like, oh, she just go straight home. No, she actually, she, she, she kind of made her, her rounds through the, uh, the towns there. I mean,
1: she ran to Wolverine. So, she made, she made the town. She worked the territories. You know. yeah, exactly. Yeah, you she was a good, she was a good yeah, brother, and we didn't even know. I was going to reference it back to the territories.
2: <laughs> well, I can definitely see why Marvel would pull any mention of Wolverine out. Because they're really, I think, just trying to hold. I feel like they're just trying to hold him for the big reveal when we get to the X-Men in this
1: yeah, he's a huge part of he's a huge part of Miss Marvel too. Uh there's yeah. a, a great comic series, and they actually call back to it in the new Amon Velani run where he she meets him in a sewer and they mm-hmm. fight a huge alligator. Like, <laughs> like it's great. I that mean, like, give me Hugh Jackman and Amon Velani fighting a CGI alligator. Shit, I'll, I'll be I'll, I'll put me it, in I'll an alligator suit. Yeah, like... I've done it before in high school. Um, uh, long story of my history playing animals in musical theater in high school. Uh but
2: so you're telling us you're Wolverine. No, he's
1: yeah. telling
0: us he's got a secret history of being a furry.
1: No, I'm telling you, listen, <laughs> if you need someone to pretend to be an alligator, I can do it. Also, I used to have longer hair, so I definitely looked like Wolverine at one point. Uh, but no, I've never been a furry. Uh, and um, i that's one thing I'm definitely going to put out there to the world so they know that. And I'm very proud to say I have never been. No judgment, but... For but you, guys.
0: you didn't say that. You said you've had experience playing animals
1: in musical theater in high school. At an all boys Catholic high school, there's more jokes <laughs> you can write in there yeah. than be for I was like, you're so, not
2: helping yourself out. No, 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 no.
1: Trust me, the Catholicism <laughs> of it all, which we'll get into Daredevil soon enough. That yeah. alone, that yeah, whole yeah absolutely. It, you know what
2: I mean. <laughs> that whole a little deeper down for you. So but, this you know,
0: is going right to come actually said that. So that's something they're holding on wondering why they're holding on to that. But well, Wolverine's wow. not actually out in the MCU yet. Wow. 26? Wow.
1: Yeah. That wow. yellow, that that musty yellow suit mustard yellow suit, I should say, is coming out real soon.
0: July 26.
1: And we are going to see our first trailer today. for it. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl Sunday.
0: Yep. It finished wrapping today. There was something else that finished wrapping today, too. I can't remember what it was off the top of my head
1: daredevil started monday
2: yeah
0: daredevil did start on monday yeah you're
1: right and listen you could judge me for being catholic it's fine black oh, it. No, hey a man's faith
0: is a man's faith
1: i know <laughs> trust me i make fun of it all the time so you can do that because you're of that faith i'm not I can, I, I, No, man. i mean i mean
0: we're
2: the again. same we're yeah, the, we're we the don't same care. care we we're don't catholics. care we're catholics, we're catholics. Yeah, exactly. we don't make fun of it's like, ourselves it's okay like, okay oh,
1: but yeah, we, I mean, we could. I mean, listen, I played I played a, I played a goat in, in, in one. I played, I played so a you horse.
2: Really, so you really can't say you were the goat?
1: I, I can't say that. So I, I could can not let you,
2: that pass. I, I was
1: the goat, Hall of man. Famer. I, he is a goat. Yeah, he and is that was goat, 1997.
2: He so, figuratively a goat. So,
1: hey, Tom Brady, kiss my ass. <laughs> hey, As a New York Giants fan, I could
0: you beat him to the Hall of Fame. Yes, yeah, I, I did.
1: True story. True story.
0: So one of the biggest I felt differences in well even with Hawkeye is that the original Ronin was actually Echo. And then it was later later on taken up by Clint when he went on his uh killing spree. So that was another big one that I felt was like, okay, we got Hawkeye and the Ronin. We got Maya slash Echo. And Hawkeye fighting the Ronin, which kind of discombobulates the timeline of those things, considering she was the first one to bear the mantle of the Ronin.
1: But yeah, but now that you say it, wouldn't that be pretty cool if she returned and she picked up the Ronin costume or modified or took it? I know Clint burned it in his uh, lovely barbecue, but I mean, listen, guys. Costume designers exist, exactly. so and
0: then the I, I could see her being incorporated into that.
2: I was, yeah, I was about to say she's got she's got the newer gear. She could probably make her own Ronan outfit, or you know, with the new one she's got.
1: Listen, we don't know how good of a uh like a costume designer Biscuits is. This is true. You uh, leave um, I mean, I mean, my boy I'm,
2: Biscuits alone. Listen, There's I'm Apple saying, right what there. if
1: Biscuits and is
2: right?
1: like the dude yeah. from Daredevil? Who made the daredevil costume? I'm this just trying cool. to give biscuits another payday, brother. That's what That's I'm trying true. to do.
2: This is I'm trying to get him an envelope. We just need more biscuits. We need more biscuits Could in our your life. But yeah, I just wonder. I figured they were gonna take Echo out of. I mean, we see we see this happen a lot with adaptations, where it's they're gonna mess with the timeline to kind of just to make everything fit the the current narrative. You know, the, in this this the different phases that are being built each time. So I in this even though it was a big deviation from the comic it still works at yeah. least in the way and the frame that that marvel has kind of built everything so far and i mean at least they still you know she still encounters hawkeye and clint but but it you know again it's just it's a the the change of the narrative still works in a, in a strange way And
0: this is one of those instances where it does work because he had already been established in the timeline as Hawkeye. We do see him and Hawkeye as the Ronin. So it makes sense. And then seeing her show up when he is the Ronin. So they can always be like, oh well he found the suit and picked it up. Yeah. So I mean, they can go back and play with that. Or they
2: or they kind of revisit that in another multiverse that we're getting, maybe like another another what if. Or, you know, they kinda they, again, you know, we may see another in another phase. Where we go and we do see the the echo that everyone is familiar with in the Ronin outfit.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be mad.
2: No, mm. I feel like maybe they're saving it for that, or maybe they we'd they even get dropped. like a, a what if where she does meet Wolverine. Possibly. Well, apparently, we're, we're like... getting
1: a Gundam Wing and and what if season three? Yes, so let's, I was excited. Let's, yeah. let's do it.
0: Like the season three trailer, like it's like season two ended. Like let's drop fire on them right now. With a- fire is hot and it's like they just threw gasoline on the wad fire and was
1: like boom here you go like
2: yeah.
1: they're walking through a pit of danger right now so let's do it hey roll the dice
0: so another one one of the differences from the comic book to this to marvel was her mother died in a car accident when she was a child However, when she, in the comic book, it was her father who died by the Ronin when she was an adult in the, in the um, TV show. But in the yeah. comic, she was a child still. But however, it didn't matter how it played out, whether you do it that way or that way, Kingpin, Kingpin still adopts her and brings her in and basically raises her. So, I mean, at least they got that.
2: Yeah, I was about to say that's probably the most key aspect is, you know, as long as she was raised by Kingpin and you have that relationship there, that I feel like is the most important thing. If they had deviated that from that completely, people would have been upset.
0: Yep. Yeah, I mean, sure. they, they still did it. It's just how they did it. They kind of just like reversed it.
2: Well, and it's still they still gave a very intense you know, death scene too, where, you know, I mean, again, with, with the, what happened in Hawkeye with her and her dad, and even just revisiting that, that even though, yes, he was obviously, you know, enrolled in a life of crime, um, you still, your heart still went out. That scene still Still it's me. hard to watch and I think with that execution of it you still get the intent across as she's she's lost her dad and then of course she lost her mom when she was young and just even to go from that perspective as a child to see and to hear the heartbeat uh, or like you know sense feel that or sense that was just that was uh that was a lot emotionally so I think as long as that comes across and you get that feeling that she's been lost she's lost and then Kingpin. Yes fills that void in his own twisted way as we come to find out. But yeah, I mean,
0: She refers to him as uncle throughout the entire yeah. TV series. She looked at him as that father figure.
1: Maya. <laughs> that, was, says, yeah, that was actually boy. really <laughs> good. Like, bo- like, volcano. Uh, but,
0: <laughs> and Diet Coke you were just drinking, it's kind of like right there. That's, yeah.
1: that's yeah. yours your of Irish whiskey, just scorching the old vocal cords. Oh, but that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's, it's gonna it's gonna haunt me later but uh i think one thing about comic book adaptations is unless you have a very famous very specific origin story like it's okay to tweak it a little bit like we don't know echo so well like so if you're a hardcore e- echo fan like you're you're gonna take on prince with this but how I many of
0: those know? are there
1: you know what it it, it, honestly to me it doesn't matter like i feel like even if there's one it it, someone's out there who's gonna be like ah you changed this but you know so many book adaptations like how much stuff has been changed from book to from page to screen i mean look at the shining like the kubrick film versus uh what stephen king wrote and then when stephen king stuff went to abc Whereas like you have my wife always talks about this like topiary is like moving it's like that's a little silly you know what i mean on the page Mm -hmm. page it's frightening in this it's just like oh there's a there's a cgi tree moving okay this is really bad um where's jack nicholson please uh but with this i think you could switch it but like you couldn't switch like the uncle you like they did it with spider-man a bit which was fine but Mm -hmm. they also like Like, you can't get rid of Steve Rogers being frozen in ice. You can't not have Matt Murdock be blinded. You can't have the Hulk not go through what the Hulk went through, or Thor not have Loki and Odin. You know what I mean? With Echo, you can play with it a little bit. You have a little bit of leeway because you do have, like, that is not as well known. Even the Guardian stuff, I think they changed Guardians. Like, those aren't the original Guardians. Like, but they changed them up they changed some origin stories they did a little tweak in here and there and but i think we're all the better for it
0: and that's what's great and what i've always loved about yeah i'm not a fan of when they do it but that's what's great about the comics is that you can do it yeah. and within
1: comics there's so many how many I just got back into it. How many number ones there are right now and how many new visions of this character? Like there's a Daredevil comic that was not long ago that was out where he was a priest. And now there's one where he's in black armor. So, I mean, it's like literally. Think about Spider-Man
0: right now, too.
2: Yeah, or I was
0: about to say Spider Boy. Yeah, Spider Boy just dropped like last week or the week after, week before, like two weeks ago. Yeah, like.
1: I have the second book. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's all different, man. It's like everyone's meeting in different places, and sometimes even within their own issue. Mm-hmm. Like Spider Boy is like doing this one thing where he's trying to hide, and then in the second part of the issue, he's at the Thanksgiving Day parade with mm-hmm. Squirrel Girl, and you're just like two different yeah. artistic styles, and you're like, okay, so it's all it's all gravy, man. I, I know, but I mean. Yeah. it, it but I think like so if you're like a hardcore fan of something, you you could take a little umbrage with it. But I also think you need to realize like not everything is apples to apples when it comes to adaptations. Yes,
2: and and also I think too that it it would it's a really cool thing when you know you see people who maybe have never seen Echo before, and never heard about Echo. They watch the show and they're like, oh, she's a comic character. Okay, let me go check out the comic. And so it would be so I think that there's a even though yes it's an adaptation at least if it can it can encourage people to go check out to go check out the comic you know and just and just and and dive into And if they want to read more about her they can and i think that's a really cool thing when some, when when you know I, there's a lot more people now that again who i i you know had never heard about echo before and now they're exposed because of the show so i think it's it's a it's a great way to get someone exposure Um, you know as well a character that's lesser known exposure so people are like this is really cool so i think that's a that's a cool thing about some uh, like a show like this is that it put a new hero in other people into the forefront instead of everybody that we know and love you know thor thor stan over here um (laughs) well chris hemsworth stan really you know um i I
0: really like is that people will see the character that drives them to their local mom and pop comic shop yes and then they get exposed to more and now they're hooked and now your local mom and pop places get to keep the doors open longer they get yeah. to feed their kids. they don't have to worry about their electric bills i mean the comic book industry was almost dead pre-covid and then COVID happened and between the tabletop gaming and comic books it this all of a sudden comic book stores are thriving once again and it's kind of been I think it's finally like leveled out now and there's they're still like riding good highs and people are going back in and like it's, it's terrific to see
1: That's yeah i I, mean, and, I do it once a month with my daughter i used to do that they, like at the same exact age as her with my dad Going to a local comic shop, looking at cards, looking at figures, looking at comic books, and she picks up a couple. I pick up a couple, and it, it's a lot of fun. And like I, I subscribe to Marvel Unlimited now, so I can go back and read a lot of the yep. old stuff, and um, I read on my iPad. But I still pick up like a couple physical copies of new stuff, like Thunderbolts, which I'm reviewing on Pop Break. And I'm going to do it till yep. the first, and that's like the first run of a, a book I've I've done since I was ten.
0: Right, so. it's actually quite good, Bill
1: yeah that's very good thanks oh no i meant the comic book time review i'm saying like comic book is really awesome
0: i've read the comic book too
1: yeah it's really it's a lot of fun so that i think like there's a lot of us who are getting back into it and then we're passing it down as amanda and i do i don't know if you're a dad or not jeff so as amanda and i do to our children
0: i got a senior in high school most of my bots at my local comic shop is my daughter's stuff
1: yeah, I was gonna say I'm just when I went like this, I'm like I can't imagine my child as a senior in high school.
2: Yeah, I'm mentally blocking <laughs> that out with my child growing up. Yeah. No, not ready for all we're the conversations, doing, all those we're things. Doing
1: college visits, we're getting
0: no. acceptance letters. No. And...
1: not I mean, ready. Best of luck <laughs> to you and yes. your daughter.
0: Yes. I I'm, I'm telling you, it's like I wasn't stressed enough as it was because she just started driving, but now we're doing college on top of her, like back to back, and I'm just like.
2: Yeah. yeah, mentally blocking that out, yeah. not ready. So, comic books are awesome, <laughs> yes, I
0: love comic books, absolutely smack. I don't but, you know,
1: but that's, that's the thing, oh. like, you're seeing with comic books too. Is like, my like, we just watched Hawkeye like 4,000 times over Christmas. My daughter's <laughs> now obs- upset, uh, my you're daughter's obsessed part. with Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop, and so she wanted Kate Bishop comics. and I went out and I got them for her a, a couple, and then it's uh, like, you know, I downloaded some stuff off the Marvel app for her. and that's where it is right now. It's really translating.
2: Ah, oh, Blackback, you're not helping. Hey, it yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're so, not wait until we get married.
1: I mean, I, I wasn't married that, that way. I
0: love those kids, man.
2: Uh,
0: I love being an uncle to his kids. It's great. I get to watch them grow up and not have to worry about any other thing else.
1: There you go. Yeah, <laughs> I I am that way too with my, but my, yeah, kids. my daughter,
0: she's she's into um the Gengors right now from Marvel. Nice.
1: So it, 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 I don't it, know what that is. I know Gengar the Pokemon.
0: Yeah, well, she loves him too, yes. but that's, a, him. that's another show for another time. But yeah, Street Wars is like the street level.
1: Oh, Street Wars, oh, I street thought you War. said Gengars, that's and I was like, too, I'm like, like oh, wait a second, is there a whole bunch of superpowered my Pokemon? In my bad, let me put my <laughs> Alabama away. Um, no, a Gang Wars, yeah, that's one I'm gonna get once it's like into the, to the app, and I'm gonna like read that, or they put it into a b- collection. I think i'm waiting for that for a collection
0: she she is not she 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 read the first one online and she was like dad go talk to scott down at atomic and make this happen for me i just said okay, I okay. Head, she's reading and that's what you don't realize is like your kids ask for comic books and they ask for manga they're yes. reading yes. are you yes. going about your kid reading
2: that's yes. my son's preference actually. He doesn't care for regular book like traditional books. He's like, I wanna read like a manga or I wanna read now he reads comics. Like I'll let him pick his own he's comics reading. and he's it's reading. Beautiful.
0: It's great.
2: Let and then I make I make him read subtitles. So we watch our animes in sub, so he has to practice reading the subtitles so he knows what's going on.
0: We're reading comprehension sucks, and I'm the same age as Bill and it's
1: a thing it sucks being <laughs> and I'm
0: from Alabama right? so my education ain't that great to begin with
1: but yeah it, oh. it, I I used to work at a bookstore and like when I was a kid and they no no kids didn't really outside of Harry Potter no one bought books now I see yeah. more and more you're seeing sorry they just announced Brian Danielson and Eugene Nagata for collision I just I all thoughts went out of my head I'm sorry um getting DVR'd this uh week. So, so I um uh, I I, I think that you know you see kids reading so much more like Percy Jackson's huge so many kids are reading Percy Jackson yes right and by the way and the show it's is great. Cool. It's a yeah. good show so amanda you that. you will love it edge well Adam Copeland's in it
2: uh yeah, yeah I started yeah. watching the first episode i, I will get I will get back to it the darkest it.
1: the darkest one possible
2: <laughs> yes. uh it can't be it can't be as dark as true detective though I' <laughs> oh, no. no.
1: <laughs> oh no! There's a distinct lack of uh, frozen male genitalia in Percy Jackson.
2: Yes, Kimberly, you might want to see it. Maybe just you know. Sometimes it's just a preference. It was easier for my son, and he was more engaged. Um, my son does have ADD, so that also I think you know it held his attention span longer to read comics, and and even now he's starting to with manga. Like he's not super great at manga, but he is enjoying it because it's it's like he's reading the one some of the One Piece ones. Although awesome, awesome. I do, I do watch where he's, he's going with it. Cause I know it will get a little intense, but at least if he can, if you can read a volume or two, he's. As long as he's not trying paper. to
0: throw punches from way over here, you know? Yes.
2: Yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he, is. He, he is. He is. He is. Well, he's also, uh, he's also casting, you know, he's also doing casting air right now. He's an airbender at the moment with Aang. So I that's where he's Aang, at.
0: Aang. I mean, Aang, it's almost time for that too.
2: I know I'm here for it. I'm ready.
0: Hey, I, I love it when I hear kids reading the comics, man. That's exactly. And then Black just became a Potterhead, by the way. He, he, he was a, he was a little late to the party on the becoming a Potterhead. I'm waiting for that in my in my house. Yeah, so Kimberly, yeah. are am supposed to try and the manga, I try and I bet. And that and they do have they do
2: have um, more child or like more child appropriate like easier reading level comics that you can find. There They're
0: is a section at most comic stores they have a whole section dedicated to kids from ninja turtles to batman yes. and scooby-doo it's great because i get batman and scooby-doo too because I, I watched that as a kid so whenever oh, I yeah. batman and scooby-doo come to a comic book i was like oh childhood
1: yeah there's also in in a lot of bookstores like a barnes and noble there they have like more like graphic novels and stuff right. like that there's a great one marvel one where it's about peter parker has to uh, babysit all the pets of all the superheroes and it's mm-hmm. not it's a, it's a very visual read with not a ton of a ton of words but it's so engaging visually I read it in like 20 minutes and I think I think kids will I think kids will, it's a really good seller so yeah it's, it's pretty awesome so that might be a good one for your son to check out too there's a lot of bookstores that are really specializing in this stuff I think you'll I think you'll definitely find something cool you know, for like them. I said most comic bookstores have a whole kids section
2: yes some of them do and that's really cool. I'm excited for that cuz it's passing down to the next generation. Oh, same. I was an Archie I'm an Archie fan. I'm a fan so of the my mom Archie
0: horror. like Archie horror stuff is like top shelf stuff for me. I love that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, my mom my mom still has a lot of her old Archie comic books. She probably can sell that for like a mint, dude. She didn't always take good care of them, but yes, she probably still could make a good amount of money from them. <laughs>
0: Doesn't matter. I've seen stuff sell for ridiculously prices and it's like how but let's get back into echo guys yeah
2: yeah.
0: engine there so in the mcu it was the ronin who killed maya's father however in the comic book kingpin killed him and then he told her that it was the daredevil that did it yes it was a big deviation there but it doesn't affect with the story that we're getting currently playing out with echo and what we're I think we're gonna get again with the new Kingpin story coming out and the new Daredevil. So I think it's gonna be a nice mesh when Daredevil hits the hit the
2: streets. So oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah.
1: Uh I I really am looking for I still haven't seen season three of Daredevil. I'm gonna after I get through my homework assignments for socially distance and all the other podcasts. So in like Uh, next year i'll 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 get to daredevil season three i'm really i I love the first two seasons and uh, i'm very excited for the arc they're going to take with uh, kingpin here
2: oh yeah see i i i know we're going to get to it i think we're going to be talking about echo and daredevil and i'm curious to see how that goes further we got the we, we got their initial interaction in the show with that pretty cool fight scene you know well, um,
0: it's funny that they're fighting now. They became lovers later on.
2: And yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen. I guess it's because of a timeline issue. But I mean, I, I mean, I don't blame her if she goes after Charlie Cox. I, I, Maddie's, I, I uh,
1: old Maddie, as Maddie, stick with Cole. All Maddie, he's, he's not bright when it comes to the ladies. So he, he's, he just, I mean, he, he gets. He's
2: charming though, I like,
1: no, but he always goes for the wrong one, and it's just. Oh,
0: She Hulk was bad for him.
1: No, no, no.
2: I I'm liked scared. them together. Listen, as that someone who
1: perfect. married an attorney, I can tell you he made the right choice. But um, normally you're just like, mad oh, God, dude, like, just get it together. Keep your head in the game. But then again, Maya, I don't know. Uh, she suffers no fools. So I could see like a little, like, he tries something and she's just like, nah, no, no, nah. we ain't doing that.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't think in the this timeline I could see them. I, I'm curious to see if Disney tries, like Disney Marvel slash Marvel tries. But I think the way that they've built up both characters, I don't know necessarily um, if they would actually hook up or not. Again, you know, would Maybe I turn down Charlie Cox? I mean, he's. I like my short kings. We know this.
1: We, we do stand a short I love king. i have my
2: short, I'm a short king at home.
0: <laughs> Nobody's judging. He's a nice guy. I like him.
2: Oh, thank you. To he you guys, great. he's he was, nice. He,
1: he was. He was uh, great on Loki season two. I loved him. <laughs> That's an inside joke because I'm staring at you like, what are you even doing? Just go back to Loki season two. Just watch for a certain character, and you'll be like, oh, I get it.
0: <laughs> All right, I got. I got to do that now. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. No. but yeah, she should be in Daredevil.
1: I, I think she has to. But there she was also to. a question if White Tiger... like so I had heard rumors that White Tiger is Jennifer right
0: White Tiger's showing up. There's uh I know they confirmed it today from CBR got the article that uh, Bullseye, Bullseye is showing up.
1: So Everyone well, reported that one. Like like every major yeah, outlet reported, well, which is cool. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, and even the crime guild in the from what I read in the, the show. I mean, there's it's tied to, to bullseye.
1: Yeah, and and we're, su- um, damn it, damn Bill. It. But yeah, there's a couple other ones that were tied back to this. Like there was the rumors that Foggy and Karen are coming back as well. Which listen, there's all sorts of rumor and innuendo with that. Karen Page, listen, she is a hot mess. I'm here for it. Uh, but you got to bring Foggy back. I think there's They're there's back. a lot of rumors Bird. of what. Yeah, well, it's not a hundred percent confirmed.
0: It's not a hundred percent, but the source is pretty damn reliable.
1: The big thing is, it's just like, what are we getting? Because this show was supposed to be a like a procedural with like White Tiger's dad on trial and Mm -hmm. Karen and Foggy maybe were getting killed in the beginning. And the interesting thing is here is when Echo takes place, or Echo and Daredevil's fight takes place during the snap.
2: Yeah,
1: like they are fighting, and half the world is gone. Yep. which is like crazy. And I wonder someone said this on Twitter and I, I really wonder because obviously Matt can, he can hear heartbeats. you he get all this stuff. Are you going to open the show with him hearing half the world's heartbeats stop? Yeah. Because if that's Slide what you it. open it with, <sighs> buckle up kids, this show's go- Can I swear on this podcast? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> this show's going to be massively fucked up. <laughs> if yeah. if just like, oh. Everyone's dead. <laughs> Everyone's oh dead, Matt. Gosh. And he's just
0: like, fuck. Kimberly, I'm not <sighs> sure what you mean by the foul four. Are you thinking Fantastic Four? Because that is... The defenders. But, or maybe yeah. the Defenders, yeah. I do know we're getting, supposedly, all the street-level guys are all...
1: Well, we don't know about Iron Fist, man. I don't know if we're... We're not getting him back. Well, we're not I... getting him back as Iron Fist, but... We don't I don't know if we're about... getting... We don't know about Iron Fist, Luke Cage. Jessica Jones, they said, yep. is... Was going to come back. Punisher yeah, is coming said, back.
0: 100% on board. All they got to do is call her. So we'll see. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. Bring it back. Bring them all. One big showdown after the snap.
1: They can your keep friend.
0: Iron Fist. <laughs> hey, the Iron Fist wasn't. Daughters
1: Dead. of the Dragon. Bring them in. It's not.
0: Ooh, that's
1: a no, that's
2: hey. a good one. Yeah. See, I so, went with...
1: from not knowing shit about Marvel to knowing a couple things. So, there
2: you go.
0: There the you go. Biggest, <laughs> good most obvious thing that they left off of Maya or the TV show was the handprint that she wears in honor of her father. That was the biggest thing that I was like, where's the handprint?
2: I feel like they yeah. might be saving that. And I think like in a very it's I feel like it's still gonna happen, but I feel like it's going to be in a much more dramatized type of way. A uh, very Marvel, probably some kind of epic you know, kind of an epic moment happening. Maybe it's a like a flashback. Maybe it's one of the, her ancestors that you mm-hmm. know. I feel like there's something, or maybe I might. It might even be something that maybe her grandmother gives her, um, or another member of her family. But i because I, I feel like, you know, that's being held for a dramatic. Maybe like a you know she ascends to like the next step of superhero. You know, mm-hmm. kind of the next evolution of her of her superhero persona. So I feel like that's just that's intentionally being held for a dramatic moment.
1: Yeah, I could see that. I mean, like that the was... final showdown with Kingpin.
2: Yeah, and then... Battle
1: World, something like that, and just like let's just go. Sometimes you gotta throw that war paint on, man.
0: Yeah, I mean, and she wore that from the the day her father died and the day he put his hand on her. She always had that. So that was like the most glaring thing to me. That was. Why did they leave that out? But now Amanda's got me thinking, like, they're going to do something cool with it. They got to. And we'll see it in Daredevil.
2: Because I, I feel like it's such a dramatic build with other members of her family, especially I feel like it's going to be the grandmother because she's the one it's that biscuits. has. Oh, man, that'd be cool. Biscuits. I'd pop if it biscuits. It's but yeah. I feel it's like good. it's either going to yeah. be her, uh, her grandmother or Bonnie.
0: Bonnie. Yeah, I can see it being Bonnie or, or her grandmother.
2: Yeah. They have that that spiritual connection.
0: So we already mentioned Matt Murdock, so we're skipping that part. Where they well, in-
1: can we give can we give you our hot take about Matt Murdock in this show?
2: Hell yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean,
1: he didn't need to be in it. Yeah, no, he didn't.
0: But that he fight didn't. scene was worth it.
1: It was cool. I don't yeah. know if it was necessary though, because Probably it was totally unnecessary,
2: but no. totally worth it. They, they shoehorned that in politely, even though it was a fun scene. You know, politely the shoehorn. <laughs> it yes, politely.
1: it's just like Kevin
0: I'm politely, writing that right? down. Like, that's now me, a guys. that's one of those things. It's going to get said again on
1: here. It's like, excuse me, guys. I just like to shoehorn, shoe-horn this that might seem politely. Polite. Thank you so much. I, <laughs> I
2: mean, it's they like, could have made a lot. They could have made it a lot more. Um, they could have. They could have really gone over the top with it well and, uh, the,
0: the original fight scene i think it was like a seven minute non-stop fight scene but i think it, they cut it down because there's no way that was a full seven minute fight that they no. showed it.
2: no not at all there's no way so i, I feel like they could they could have done they could have been more grandiose about it i guess Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so i'm we,
0: like i love a good hot take
2: that's why i say politely <laughs> shoehorned
0: TFPN as a whole we love our hot takes
1: yeah we're gonna pull the politely shoehorning is now at the new emotional woodpecker of our podcast so uh
2: you're welcome everyone
1: you can also use the phrase well no i can't give that one away it's al's i can't give it away so
2: yeah oh yeah i know where you're going with it that might happen later yeah i know (laughs) it's
1: too good not to say uh. it's in her individual which she really loved i mean he was killing everyone no because she's she's yeah i i understand that uh would she have lived ah. i think? um that was uh that was that was i lost
0: everything in my ear and i was trying to figure out what was happening that is my bad job.
1: um no, that's all good um yeah i think that's why it proved that to Darede- uh, to Daredevil to kingpin that she um she could hold her own and he could promote her f her father you know <laughs> after he killed her dad he's like oh okay i can just put you in you're the cheaper replacement and um but i also i also think that's going to play into uh daredevil born again where somehow he remembers her and there's some sort of connection there and stuff like that And maybe that's where we get the seven minute fight scene
2: yeah yeah
1: it's got to be 94 episodes so
0: yeah, all of a sudden, like everything in my ear just stopped. I couldn't hear nothing, and I was Aww. like, well, "I think my head. Something happened with my headphones." So I went to pull, and I didn't expect it to, to completely sound like a banshee screaming at y'all. That's my bad. <laughs> so, oh, it's let, okay. Let this be. This would be our final difference here. Is what did y'all think about her? Them changing her power set in Der- or in Echo for, from her having just the ability to basically premonition and to echo what and to expect what's coming next and be ahead of it to her actually having like a supernatural like superpower i guess you could say
2: i didn't object to it very much because it is the hard part about you know translating from comic to you know to a live action is you know there's some concepts that are you know that, that are easier to visualize and sometimes you have to visualize whereas in the comic it works like her original her original you know skill set worked in the comics yeah. but if you want to to you know translate that across pretty much trevor I, I i agree with that she's like a mutant and i feel like there's a there's a purpose behind this <laughs> with the change in her powers i feel like she's somehow going to inside to the x-men and we're going to see her as a mute, in, in a mute, as a mutant, if you will, are being considered in that regard, but yeah. I, I also think that you know it's Mar, it's it's Marvel, it's Feige. They're gonna they're gonna do something to differentiate her from being another, while a great martial artist, another martial artist. Um, and so I, I feel like they they handled her abilities in a very tasteful way. You know that I think was respectful of her culture. I like that they tied it to you know to the first choctaw that you got that lore um so they made it a very intriguing you know kind of an intriguing oh that's a good one kimberly with the Ooh, title yeah. wolverine strikers program that's that a good is, one yeah. a solid um
1: yeah i was gonna yeah. say that trevor yeah it, it was, basically, I, she was I,
0: basically a female taskmaster
1: yeah, yeah i i uh, i've watched black widow about four times in the last three days so um Yeah, it did Taskmasters thing. Like with the daughter, man.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, hopefully it's one of the these situations where her abilities will grow and maybe be become more individualized, more unique to her as as we move on with whether she's you know, obviously I think she's gonna be in Daredevil, but if we get a season two of Echo or not, um, you know, or she we get to a point where she shows up. You know, maybe like in Secret Wars or something, and she's got more evolved powers because that, that would be cool to see her and Kalahori together on the, um, screen, at the, same on the time. screen at the same time. Man. Although we've talked about whether we want Kalahori to move from <laughs> from uh, animation to live to live action, we've heard different takes on that. So, yeah,
0: <laughs> what shall state? Give us the hot take now. I'm all about it.
2: You want to go first, Bill?
1: Oh man, I have to remember a hot take from three weeks ago. Uh... I don't remember do lunch.
2: From like
1: meow, um, from meow is uh basically I I am cool with them giving her her own thing. I think the but I think the execution of it wasn't the best in the end because they did this thing where they're like she can pass it along to her grandma and Bonnie, and we had no establishment of we had no rules based on her power, so it was like okay she can fl- she can. Uh, you know, they are tied to the women of the Choctaw Nation, but like we don't know what her power is. It was like part of it's like she's a great um, so it's like she's a great, you know strategist. she has this power, she does this, she does that. That's cool, but you gotta you gotta work it in a little bit more. It was like there is a truncated part of that finale that if you had let it breathe a little bit more, and establish what her powers are then you're like ah oh, cool 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 now i know what's going on here instead of what it was like i love the healing part and i know amanda and i were both like oh, that was cool like when she does that with kingpin and now yeah. it's not really gonna heal kingpin it's just like closing one door and he's gonna open another uh of evil and uh disgust but yeah. i thought that um the powers kingpin, were a like little kingpin. powers were a little that's the marvel of it yeah, you know, that's the, I mean, they, yeah.
2: they were they were going to have to marvel her and make her, you know, par- fit into the Marvel, you know, the narrative. The, the narrative at this point that we have. And so, um, Kalahori, do I want to see her go from live action or animated to live action? I, I, I think, think if it's, if done, it's done, done well, well. Um, I would be oh, maybe okay with it. But I, I also do like the fact that we have this character that's animated. um as well. And there's a lot more freedom sometimes when you go in, in animation, I feel like just like, you know, I think it's kind of the same idea. Like if you go from a, you know, like one piece, right. You went from live act or uh, animated series or anime series to live action. And in this case it worked, although they, I feel like it's going to be a challenge in later seasons because of everyone's abilities. You have to translate those from anime to, live action and I I guess they're
0: gonna leave characters out because they're not gonna have that well ability to really
2: yeah and and I I, I feel like with Kalahori though you have to be careful if you translate her to live action where she has more freedom to have some pretty cool um, ways to manifest to show her abilities. She also has some abilities that are a little similar to um, they remind me of very Scarlet Witch type of powers and I don't Mm -hmm. know necessarily that we need another live action
0: here's the thing about that though she's going to be a big bad
2: she is zombie wanda yes so
1: why not bring her in into that because wanda has to heal the universe yeah. when she she comes from underneath the rubble of mount wanda man she's not done she's 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 got wanda's coming back i think if you see gory it's going to be as a, as echo sees it as a vision and it's oh. going to be, whether it's in Daredevil, whether it's in, My you know, whether it comes to her, you know, speaks to her in the multiverse or something like, like, cause we are in a multiversal saga. She's in a yeah. different time. So maybe there's some sort of interaction there or Marvel just might leave her in. What if, like, I don't think, know if we're going to see Captain Carter in live action. Yeah. We, I mean, we did, uh, we did, but I mean, nothing like as a headliner or anything. Are we going to see certain versions? Are we going to see the happy Hogan, you know, the, the freak? Are we going to see that come out? No, that that's no one can I'm stay anim- animated.
0: Although yeah, I think there's some hard that hard are going to stay
1: animated, and I think Echo has to stand on her own because she the, the show did get really good critical reviews and it mm-hmm. has gotten audience. So, I think Echo is where the money is, and yeah. you can't keep how, uh, on Bill versus the MCU, we did a thing where we tallied like how many, like. Heroes, there are there's like 75 different characters, and there's so many of them over the past two years that are just hanging threads. Hercules, Clea, Scar, like so many, and now you're thinking of adding White Tiger, and now you're gonna put a whole new Fantastic Four. It's like mm-hmm. almost like you could leave gory as a small Easter egg for fans of what if, yeah, and then just leave that character there. I don't know. Man,
0: I'm I'm kind of liking the idea that she is a vision. The yeah accolator. that that to me is like i'm like oh bill i'm like damn like that's that's a good one
1: yeah i got it blind squirrel finds not broken clock is right twice a day that's that's a good one though
0: so i i, I interpreted her powers as kind of like her sisters can go to any of them because i mean grandma was whooping some ass all right she,
2: she was she was and it's
0: kind of like it, Let's it wasn't go Chula. Maya's power. She didn't have that power at the time. It only goes to when it's the person that needs it. Her grandma needed some super strength, so grandma got some super strength. Bonnie, you know, she got the same. So that's the way I interpreted her powers. They give her what she needs when she needs it. So
2: it just makes you wonder if it's tied just to the bloodline, though.
0: I, that's the way I
2: interpreted it.
1: That was that was yesterday's podcast, Amanda. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. That's true. This is true. Acknowledge him. I see what you
1: did there. I won't.
2: I do. I can't. Acknowledge your tribal chief.
0: Although I'm tired <laughs> of the fucking story, but that's that's neither here nor there.
1: Well, I know, if you but I still tired of it. that. If you're tired of that story, you should hear Amanda's thoughts on the Bob Culture podcast where she gives you a hot take about that. <laughs> I'll have to go back and listen to that one. That's exactly why I said it that way. <laughs> So with that, let's roll right into
0: the episodes. All these episodes, all five episodes are named after one of Maya's ancestors that she draws her powers from. And I would like to note that the woodpecker that we discussed earlier is called a bisk, biskinic. And it symbolized the sacred bird of the Chotaw, And it only showed up when it needed to warn Maya that danger was coming.
1: That was kind of cool. Emotional woodpecker.
2: There it is.
0: Woodpecker's going to Woodpecker.
1: Yeah, that is very cool. That is very cool.
0: So episode one was called Chaffa, which um, the ability that Chaffa bestowed upon Echo was ferocity. And she's the original that uh, rescued her people from the fallen cave in the very first flashback episode that we get in episode one, which the flashbacks played at integral part in all five episodes. All five episodes had its own little flashback sequence that gave us something. So, that was played by Julia Jones. Not sure if she's um, Native American or not, but...
1: It was a very cool scene. I yeah. actually thought this was going to be Kohori. At first, I'm like, wow, they really, they really prepped us with what if. And then, not so much
0: no i was in the same boat as you went in that first episode i really thought i'm like wait didn't i just see this i'm like damn they're just really gonna just drop her in what if and then like bam echoes here we go
2: i i also like the fact that it wasn't too long of a flashback either i think it was it was enough to you know make you intrigued but it didn't drag on like sometimes with flashbacks they, they, they take up like half the episode you
1: mean like in episode you know, one of
2: Echo? well you know that was important though that that flashback was important though that
1: 100 was it has
2: not 100 important if i mean it makes sense if you're gonna take half the episode at least be important it's not like boba fett <laughs> still stings it still stings still, hot take
1: <laughs> i'm glad you finally yeah, yeah but like there's only one person we know that likes that show and uh, it's neither of us.
2: Yeah. But I love Star Wars, though, obviously. My bread and butter.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. Star Wars, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But book of yeah, Boba yeah, Fett, though. Coming down the, coming down the road from Star Wars, for sure. You
2: know, I'm thankful that Echo went the route they did with the flashbacks and not the Boba Fett route. That's my take on that.
0: We don't say Boba Fett on this show. <laughs> we don't
2: mention
0: it. I didn't. So let, let's let's... I know we're going to be cutting it close on time, so let let's let's roll this through the episodes real quick. Uh, what was y'all's favorite thing from episode one, outside of that really cool opening flashback sequence?
2: Oh man, I I'm asking the hard questions. You are. I I actually, you know, I liked seeing, um, you know, kind of kind of the experiencing like young Maya's. Uh, you know her, her the challenges she had growing up you know as as you know being alone as a deaf child like i think you really opened you know it really opened the door in terms of of understanding why she connected with kingpin the way that she did and the fact that kingpin could come across as being very paternal you know it's a it was a very i liked the insight into the relationship dynamic between the two of them to where, you know, it it was so much more impactful when she shot him at that point, because you had yeah. that backstory. And I thought that was really, and of course, both actors were tremendous in these, uh, you know, the roles child Maya, or oh, all three, I should say child Maya, you know, of course, you know, you know, Vincent Donfro as Kingpin, you know, Laqua Cox, they were, they were fantastic. And I think that that, that was something that it could have just been oh look you know she shot kingpin cool it really delivered an emotional punch getting that getting that backstory and being in her shoes
0: yeah. imagine like how much more it took for her to pull that trigger though because that is yeah. the, essentially the guy that raised her so
1: yeah for, i agree because i mean like i said i watched i've watched hawkeye a lot recently and if you just watch it based off that it's a cool shocking moment but it means more that you've seen it in that girl
2: absolutely okay. what do you Look, think Jeff?
0: For me i mean the fight scene with daredevil for me is what really the opening scene and then the fight with daredevil and then ultimately seeing her squeeze that trigger and the, the you could tell she was pained pulling the trigger when she did it but also yeah. it was kind of like yeah. that's what that's what sets this whole thing in motion and it also sits in motion what's going to happen in you know when Daredevil opens up as well so I mean so I mean yeah that was
1: it's not my favorite fight scene in the show though I'll tell you that it's
0: really not but it was getting to see Daredevil again after a a while off screen outside of She-Hulk I was like yeah
1: he's back he's back I don't know he was back when he did the Walk of Shame I'll be honest with you I felt very that's very Matt
0: that is very Matt
1: Murdock. So, episode two. I was you also did. waiting for Amanda. I was like, just like, I'm waiting for an Amanda Thirst Trap joke in there.
2: You know, so. I, I was already, you know. You I was like all, Cox. Miles I was like,
1: away. Miles
0: away. Well, she was already here. dreaming. Just, she was already in Well,
2: med. I mean, I was thinking about that moment. I was like, he was right across from me. Hot little short king. That he was, that's, he was in real life right across from me. I um was in line to get my picture in full cosplay my ahsoka cosplay with um with rosario dawson and ashley ekstein with my son and i was just all of a sudden just curtain pops open and i just hear charlie cox like a few feet in front of me just going oh this is really what's everybody in line here for and oh you know just kind of and you know people are telling him and he's like oh you look great in cosplay of course here i here i come with my phone i'm just like click thank you <laughs>
1: full irish accent i'm sure too oh yeah he was just that only adds like three points right
2: exactly it was just only three only three his height alone was enough for me so i was like i'm pretty sure i was like i'm pretty sure he's about the same height as my little short king at home
0: (laughs) i now have a basis for everything i need to know
2: (laughs) so So i'm just killing bill over there and this is what i this is why i'm the co-host of the socially distanced because i entertain bill so much
1: yeah, oh, I can, yeah. Oh, I'm dead. I've deceased. <laughs> Soul above my body. I seen it. it,
0: and it was running pretty fast. So For low hanging strategy to my. Oh, own.
2: he's terrible too. So it's not just oh, me. It it's you, not I just me. The podcast, yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. <laughs> Oh. So in this
0: one, we get the flashback where they were in the Choctaw settlement in Alabama, which is if you ever drove through Alabama, you can actually see Indian mounds all over the state. So it oh, was really great. cool to see that.
2: Yeah,
0: and um, they're playing stickball instead of going to war with each other, and whoever loses leaves leaves town. So, what did y'all think of episode two? Like what? <sighs> the, like what was the one scene in episode two that was like? that's that's the
2: scene right there oh man um i just love I've bis- we get biscuits and i'm happy with that i love biscuits you get he's biscuits great, and he's billy great.
0: Jack. can't forget billy jack
2: exactly exactly right, the 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 train scene was was really neat because you really feel like she w- was in danger which her leg gets crushed oh, yeah. like i did not i was like i wasn't expecting it to get damaged the way that it was and i was like oh like i'm like okay she's legit like in in trouble here and i was actually really anxious for a minute there but i, th- I thought that was yeah you know, i was like way to go good cousin good cousin for helping her out you know, ruining, ruining, um, you know Mama's and, girl. yeah i was like oh he is not oh i was like oh no poor biscuits don't go home man yeah you know? <laughs> do what you need to do with that truck don't go home don't let chula see it um but i you know i thought the train scene was really neat i also really liked getting a sense of her family dynamics um you know i thought the storytelling was really again continued to be really well done here and um it just you know again i'm like biscuit biscuits was so great (laughs) i love biscuits he's great man he's so great like you just just, everybody should have a cousin like biscuits in their family
0: everybody does have a cousin like biscuits in their family
2: if you don't don't know who that is
0: it could be you
2: this is yeah i can see that bill being definitely the biscuits
1: that's me uh for me the best part was the um
0: oh that's cool i didn't know
2: that oh okay
1: yeah yeah I, i i remember that um my favorite part is the fact we get the reveal of it, just like when they're like, oh, what did you steal? And she's like, I didn't steal anything. you they're like, what? And then it's just like, yeah. let's blow up Kingpin's armory. And that's yeah. I think is really cool. It's It shows you the strategy. It's already there. And so we're already... Who's Biscuits? He's, he's the he's, cousin. He, he's a cousin, and he's he's a, one of the great Marvel characters of all time. Um, he's he like on par with Lucky the Pizza Dog. Uh, but yes. n- not not quite there uh in my opinion Uh, but it's uh it's it just shows like we were talking about strategy and this is the whole thing with with the the scene in the beginning it really ties well at at the end and it shows you that maya is she's not just uh, a weapon as um hawkeye was saying is like we're both being used as weapons she's super super smart so i just like so i really love that part of it
2: i thought it was it was just fun watching her i mean just she's just so sharp but she's just like here here's a, at the general store here's what you need to put together this bomb yeah. you know and it's just like it's kinda well, he didn't crazy. know you buying
0: stuff to make no up.
2: he had no clue i think if any of us had gone i've would have been like that's a lot of random stuff and i don't think i would have put it together clearly i'm the biscuits here so it's just like yeah. i wouldn't have put it together and <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> you know guys and, clearly i'm the
1: biscuits clearly I'm the biscuits here. <laughs> i
2: would have had no clue either that i was buying stuff to build a bomb um but just the fact that she just has that kind of uncanny knowledge and just just that's sur- that survival mechanism that comes from that training that she's had and everything it's just that that you know just that kind of crazy knowledge off the top of your head like i can yep. but i have the survival just i think it's just a really another neat way to show her home her ability to survive using whatever's around in her environment just even like with the skating rink kind of thing in 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 the next you know she was able to to use the pieces from the skates
0: to make a gun to
2: make a gun and it's just but i just those little nuances are so cool to see and i think they're very underrated because it's like not everybody can do that not everybody has a survival instinct to look at literally something like oh hey there's a lamp what can, can i make a weapon out of a lamp what can i what mm-hmm. kind of resource can i make out of it or something you know or like i've got a lamp and like this or this or around me and she manages to pull it off and i think this was a cool little here's what's at the random general store or at the you know the thrift shop here's a bomb or grandpa's
0: thrift store
2: grandpa's yeah. pawn shop. grandpa's so- pawn shop you know it's not not saying to go do that for everybody out there, but it's just the ability oh no, of have like a watch list. If you do that, I know, I know, but just just the innate ability to adapt and th- clearly think through and come up with a plan on the fly. It's cool to to see somebody's mind work in yeah, that way.
0: I agree. So my big my biggest ones was um, Roger who was mentioned, which is a island off of uh, Singapore that Wolverine okay. visits. And they're known for bootleg stuff and other nefarious deeds.
1: Falcon and the Winter Soldier had an episode yep, there. Falcon
0: Win- yep. They actually went there. They actually show the island and everything. And then um, the scene where she gets her leg stuck is the first time that she uses her powers.
1: Yeah. And it's she tight. can figure
0: out what, what had just happened. Like, how did I get my leg out? And the other one that I want to point out was the crate that she that she put the bomb in d9x was daredevil issue 9 1999 her first appearance in daredevil huh. So a little nod there i Look thought it was pretty cool very cool so episode three i know we're going fast and i promised us we would be out of here at an appropriate time and so far we're doing okay we're a little behind but we're not doing too bad tonight when we talk
2: oh um, Yeah, and we go off on we we go on tangents a lot. They just come up, they just come up. It's fun. It does, and
0: it but it works. It works. So episode three was I'm probably gonna was Tuklo or Tuklo who offers her cunning abilities. And the flashback scene we get in here is the silent film, which was you know they introduced a group of native police called the Light Horsemen, which I thought was one of the coolest flashbacks we got.
1: Yeah,
0: I thought that was, and I, I love those old silent films. So, like, that was, like, my favorite episode, like, like, that was the flashback, the name of the episode, and then, so, and then we get the roller rink scene in this episode. What'd y'all think?
1: This is the, this is the definitive scene. This is the hallway fight scene in Daredevil. This is, like, that moment you're going to go back to. First off. You want to warm my heart? You gonna play some Rob Zombie? Yes. Okay.
2: Yeah.
1: It just and he picked. They picked Dracula, and it. I
0: was like, oh, some shit is going down. Yeah,
1: and and they just play it like it's coming through, bleeding through the the walls, which is really cool, playing into like playing with sound, which they did beautifully throughout the series, and that fight scene is the reason you get a TVMA, dude, because like. She fucks some dudes up in the worst possible way, and I was here for yeah. that. And I think yeah. that's you needed that to ground this series in that spotlight mantra into that daredevil street levels thing. So, and I think you needed that. And but I also don't think it was a daredevil ripoff. It was this is Echo, this is her that show, is it. Is. and yeah. this is what she does. And we're all like, "Fuck yes!" This yeah, is why. Zombie, I, this yeah. is why I paid a from ticket Zombies. to see this he's asking and in a hell of an interview i'll tell you that still i was i was once warned when i interviewed him they're like do not talk about movies you should only talk about music i was like why is that and they're like because he, cause he will only talk about movies so i'm like yep. all right <laughs> so great I concert, a lot of fun too, yeah one of the few i've ever shot and i accidentally got a few good pictures so
2: hey there you go you know but yeah it that scene was just so iconic i really feel like it really established her as a badass in her own Mm -hmm. right just straight up you know just the brutality the 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 ruthlessness like it's it was like hell yeah you know it just it just it's not something that you see so much like i feel like marvel sometimes pulls back at least marvel disney i should say pulls back they when it comes to in the scene no but i feel like for some of the female characters and heroes they do pull back even mm. though yes they like you, you know they kick ass it's just you don't see the level of just gritty violence that you do here and it was so cool to just let the, just see that they just let her just go at it and again the cool part was watching that whole weapon from the skate. That was cool,
0: made with ball bearings and yeah. A, and I was like, truck like, off the bottom of the skate. I was like, that is legit. But it's
2: but like it's you like- don't you don't mess with Echo, man. Like I was like, well, if I ever get no fight I'm calling her. <laughs> like she, it just it was so it was so well done, and really, I think just kicked into gear who she is and the fact that she's holding back. <laughs> She could be capable of so much more destruction yes. and her power is insane. And then so you have that raw ability on top of now you add superhero powers to yep. it. It's pretty terrifying and cool.
0: And that just that internal rage that she's been holding, and all of a sudden it's like, you know, click and it's on and everybody's done. How but that, then they get the phone in. call, and this is what really confused her is when the phone call came and they were going to get to live. So then that's when she's like, wait, how in the hell did that just happen? And yeah. of course, you know, her uncle's like, there's only one person that makes that phone call and for us not to be dead right now. And that's when I think it really dawned on her that she didn't kill Kingpin in that episode. So that to me was like my one moment in that episode where I was like, oh,
2: damn,
1: Kingpin is still kicking. They should never have showed him earlier, though. They should no. have left it. Yeah. Because yep. they show him a few times, they show him once too often, and I think it, it it deadened it a little bit for me. But it's such a kingpin move to be like, "No, I'll do it," and you're like, "Okay, we get it. You're you're gonna take care of this king." Because that's what he does, man. That he always does this weird shit. Really, like, uh-huh. like, just let him do it. Like, like yeah. he had the whole scene with Punisher. He's just like, "Hey, you survived. I guess I can work with you." You know. And it's kind of the thing. He's like, all right, you survived this. You can be part of my team now. Which is so on brand for Kingpin. This is true. Daddy if issues. You beginning. have the opportunity to kill them. You're just like,
2: you
0: know, what? if you survive that, I got a spot for you right here.
2: Yeah. So. The lesson here, always double tap. <laughs> Finish your job. Make sure you've finished your job.
1: So, so many ways that can go, um,
2: <laughs> yes. politely, politely, respectfully, yes. A lot to do
1: in a gentlemanly issue. manner.
0: <laughs> so with that, let's 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 keep it rolling. We're on a roll. Episode four, Taloa, which I, I really like this name, and Taloa gives her the gift of love. and In this flashback, we get, it takes place in two thousand eight when kingpin beats the the ice cream vendor to death and then um so this shows like that one scene alone shows that he was in power and doing his thing long before there, there was ever an iron man and long before the avengers ever dissembled the kingpin was doing his thing and really running the show even though he's not seen as a, a threat which he should have been
1: Yeah, it's funny how that all comes together. Where it's just like Kingpin was just running this running the city, and no one really did anything. But it's just like exactly.
2: I I agree with this hot take. Uh, I don't ish ish. Like I, I I I
1: I I um I want I want. Yeah, I I think Kingpin showing up, making the call, and then him having the. The, the scene where they cut, where they pan over and it's dead silent and there is this hulking mass of a human being just standing there, like he is a monster. And I thought that was perfect. That's why they gave too much away of him. For him, to, yeah. if you just had the phone call and you get, and then it just like you cut back a little bit on him and flashback and then it's just like, hey man, I'm here now. I'm Frankenstein's monster because I'm back, and then there you go. I think that works a lot better. And I think yeah. you needed him there to be pissed off. I think you needed him there to get healed, and I think you needed him to be like New York, you know, just like that's what I even can't at this point. Uh, it's just like he, he he's gonna run for mayor of New York. So I mean, I think you needed. I think you needed him there.
2: I think you did, but like you said, Bill, less is more. I think mm-hmm. I think that scene could have been could have been trimmed i agree with you that scene could have been trimmed with with him being kind of just showing up out of nowhere kind of big and hulking i think i think yes you do you did need the emotional moment that i'm that we're, we're talking about with with you know the the hammer the story of the hammer yeah you did need that that was my, my really big
0: takeaway from this is the story with the hammer and him showing it to her and then promise her and her like her own empire if she comes home
1: also a different hammer, but yeah, uh, people get really a lot of people got mad about that, and I was like, ah, it's cool, hammer, hammer. <laughs> you it's want to make it up? Off. Listen, Marvel, you want to make it up to me? Bring Justin Hammer back in live action.
2: Yes, there you go. There you they did go. What if
1: live action? Live action. I
0: need uh, Sam Rockwell. I mean, yeah, that's that is definitely a difference, but still. But
1: my favorite scene here in this whole episode is the. Kitchen, yes, confrontation. It is, um, Marvel sometimes knows how to hit you right in the heart, and that's one of them. And like it, it is, you're seeing Maya, and the beautiful thing about the American Sign Language of it all is you're getting like almost a triple performance because Maya is saying the words, but she's also signing, and there's also a physicality to the whole thing, so it's like so much more impactful to me. Mm-hmm someone who does not see American sign language in his life as that often it just it just really grabbed me and it made it more of an emotional um an emotional journey and i'm 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 here for that because it's it, it was just such a beautiful scene like it's tragic and it's sad but it's beautiful that these two women are really finally talking mm-hmm. and getting everything out and eventually it does resolve stuff but that felt like a real family trauma a real human yeah. moment it's not just like a Norse god talking about losing his parents like which is sad but he's also thor this is an everyday human being who lost her Everything. mom yeah like, i'm just saying yeah. Like, but yeah but i'm saying her mom died in a car accident mm-hmm. and that's something that happens every day in the world yeah. like obviously we then found out the you know brakes were cut by Kingpin blah blah, blah. but at that moment, it's just like... And then the resentment from the grandma. That's all real. That's not comic yeah. book. That's just real life. And that's what made this series so great.
0: And that was my one scene. Was that scene in the kitchen between Maya and her grandma that really was like... We needed that scene. We Maya did. needed that scene.
2: We did. I, I felt like it was a good counterbalance to the Maya that we saw in the last episode. The The angry you know killer instinct ruthless maya this was a vulnerable maya this really i feel like kind of brought her character full circle in that you know she's not just someone who's full of rage there's a reason and there's there's a lot of hurt and a lot of you know there's a lot of pain in her and even hearing from chula about you know you know the the birth of of her yeah. daughter that was you know, it was, it was an interesting, it was a different perspective and it really put into play just, you know, it's not only just Maya who's lost family, but it is her family also that is suffering. Like her grandmother lost her daughter. And I think to be able to, to have that explanation about how hard Chula worked to bring um, Taloa into the world, you Mm -hmm. know, they, they were able to bond over that, you know, it's, it's, you know, both of them had a different relationship with Taloa. And both of them were able to unite and, and heal, you know, and, and they share the same loss. And so, you know, Bill, like to your point, you know, the, the sign, the sign language and the intensity of the body movements and the language and just, you know, even like watching what, just watching them. Like I, I cried, I cried because you just were, you know, that it really double layered. Yeah. It double layered the impact. Like you said, copy and paste. it.
0: Yeah. No, that was one of those moments. It's not the it's not the saddest moment though for me. No. no, but it was one of those where you're like you find yourself.
1: I'm good. I don't know what y'all talking about.
2: Somebody's cutting onions in the kitchen. Let's talk about theory? the End of Guardians matter, like, Galaxy you're Volume saying. Three
1: and my, how embarrassed myself was having in the movie theaters. Um, but yeah, that happened because uh, the the scene in episode the, the finale with the mom in the workshop. That's the one
2: oh that
0: let's let's do that let's hit episode five yeah. so episode five is actually named after maya and we get the, the the flashback to when she's a kid and she kills the woodpecker and then her mom teaches her like hey we don't do that we don't hurt living things which is a sole contrast to what she grew up to become but then she uses her healing powers to bring the bird back which that was another one of those like emotional scenes you see between her and her mom, and her going through her growth and really healing herself, whether she's realizing it or not. So, what y'all think? Let's get let's hear it. Let's roll away episode five.
2: Oh man, I'm with Bill. The mom, the scene with her mom just messed me up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, it was so good. Back
0: episodes where you, you get a tear jerking scene, and you're like, "Damn, why they gotta do me like that?"
2: It was so necessary.
1: I'm, crying. Like, I'm not I'm crying. It needed, it needed to, for Maya to get that final bit of closure, to get that catharsis to actually leave the streets behind and embrace who she is uh, and then t- truly accept the gift uh, from her ancestry. And I think that's what you see every woman in those things and those flashbacks were. They were it was their time to accept their power And I think it's pretty rad. And sometimes you got to go through that passing of the torch, especially since all the power ran through the women of the family. We did not see her dad in a flashback anyway. We saw her mom. And so she had to pass it down to her. So it was like those, that passing of the torch moment that needed to happen. And you often don't see that in superhero or comic book based things. It's always the dad whether he's handing it down to the daughter or mm-hmm. the son. Uh, the, son but the mom, that's really important. So, it's one of those it,
0: tropes that they they flipped and it worked
1: perfectly. Well, I mean, except for Superman and Batman, but yeah. um, but I mean, like, and also their name is Martha too. <laughs> worst lines <laughs> the <of>
2: history, guys. <laughs>
1: Our Batman by the Numbers podcast was almost called Martha the podcast. So. Dude, that would have worked so well, though. Uh, yeah. Uh. I so, so yeah, but it, man, I tell you, it's like you needed to go through it, and we all needed to go through it. But again, like I said, Amanda and I said earlier, it was you know the marble of it in the end kind of hurt a little bit, but man. The suspense built up through the the power scene through the drums was pretty. Bro,
0: that was when she comes in with like the yes. dancers. I was like, oh damn, she's she's coming in right in front of their faces and they don't even see her. Like this is going to be good.
2: Well, and for her to keep and and what I, what I what I've loved throughout the series are these these the the nuances, the attention to detail, and and the fact it was and again very subtle in a way, but she's keeping up with all of the, the, the powwow dancers and she can't hear that's that like to keep in step and to rely on the other senses to, to keep with the movement. So I grew I mean, up with a just...
0: deaf uncle and he was one of the best dancers I ever met yeah. in my life, but it was the vibrations in yes. the, the music that allowed him to be able to do that. And I'll always thought, like, I remember, as i got older i would go to the club and pick him up because he couldn't drive or anything so i'd literally drop him off go to work pick him up when i would get off work and i would walk in and be like where the hell is my uncle and he'd be on the dance floor and i'm like okay i see your uncle I'm like we got to go though i'm tired
2: Yeah, <laughs> but yeah it,
0: it's really cool because he can actually sense the beats and the vibrations and they know like what stuff they need to be on and so yeah, yeah
2: at the, i think i thought that was a beautiful it was a really neat perspective because it, it is you know you go from being able to hear to what to her point of view and you really kind of get i you, i feel like having those moments helped you connect with maya more because you got a taste of her world and um, and even just you know, kind of the, the, the other smaller things, such as you know, like the scene with Ch- Chula and Scully, where they kind of reconcile a little bit. They that did. was a really yeah, sweet. I wish
0: moment.
1: We pick up the uh, the sewing oh, machine. Green. Oh man, yeah. the sec- the sexual tension between, yeah, those, it was. Wow. Yeah.
2: I was like, whoo, he, he's a-
0: every meeting they had, it was there, but in that yeah. last episode, it was like, Jesus Christ, y'all get a
1: room.
2: I know, I was like, Whoa. I don't think
1: he needed a room.
2: No, he's, he's got his
0: own pawn shop, man. He's got a back ring back there. I'm sure. Yeah.
1: Graham Green could do no wrong. It's great. Oh. He, he is amazing. Scully. He's so charming.
2: He's so charming. Yeah. Just,
1: I bet you he would love to hear that.
2: Hey, like,
0: if he ever hears this, he he's one of those guys when you he shows up in a movie, you like he's going to be spot on. Oh, and you know I
2: loved it. Good. I loved it. That scene was and it was a nice because it was an it was a nice way to to jump into the episode to continue moving into it because you're you know it's going to get intense at the end. So I mm-hmm. think just just having a little bit of a moment where there's a, a little bit more of a positive energy coming because again you you know there's gonna be there's quite a bit going on. It's nice to see that that nice touch of healing continue. Yeah.
1: But also didn't the only dude who gets involved in anything is the uncle, the one uncle, yep. who owns a roller rink, and he, like, kills the guy in the most comically, comic way possible. So, I'm like, I'm alright with that. Oh, and Biscuits. Biscuits burgers, everybody. I,
2: I was here for Biscuits all the way. Grandma's Chuck,
0: man. I swear. Awesome. That boy's in I'm
1: for there it. for Biscuits any day of the week, especially if it's Thanksgiving, but I was happy the character did it. So
2: I know. That was so great. Biscuits had his own... His own moment, where it's just that was that was biscuits awesome. He's
0: doing biscuits, man. I loved it.
2: Like again, if I I just treasure the biscuits in your lives, people. That's all exactly.
0: If you're not, you don't know who biscuits is. You're the biscuits. <laughs> but so this series, like every other series before it, though, the the character didn't get her suit until the final episode. So I mean, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It was the last episode when he got it. So I mean, this one followed that same trope that, well, we we're not seeing her in her full get up until like episode five, and we got that here, and we got it in like the most beautiful way possible, with her mom giving it to her. Yeah. So,
2: I I feel like it was appropriate because you've been building the 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 with the flashbacks, the narrative that you know that this the telling the culture story and telling. You know how echo was passed to each it's it's just it this was very appropriate in that the story the flashback story and narrative culminated in such a beautiful way
0: it did it really did it, so some of the i've seen some after this the final battle scene takes place it was like maya and her stunt double and they had actual face tattoos so all the face tattoos that they were given I don't know if it was just for the final battle or if she was supposed to have them through which is something that she didn't have in the comic book anyway. But there was pictures from the final battle where they had these face tattoos and they were edited out later. So I thought that was something really cool that they I'm like, that would have been kind of cool to see, though, in that final battle with like the traditional like, you know, face paint and that kind of stuff. I'm like, yeah, I think they missed a good moment there that they could have had something really unique
2: they could have but then again you know the her most iconic is the handprint and so you know would you want to take away from that
0: no and that's why i'm kind of glad they did even though i was like i seen the pictures i was like oh damn that's so badass
1: it's a little bit of a hat on a hat you know she's got the she's got the, the 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 important thing was the 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 outfit it wasn't mm-hmm. the other things and it was the outfit, it was the powers, then you're gonna add sure. face paint tattoo it like I think it's a little just too much.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, yeah. So one final note on this one. When Maya uses the healing powers on uh Kingpin, it echoes his past and it brings him to the craft wall, to the pain that looked like Vanessa's painting and that that callback between those two things that tied really like the daredevil season and echo season to kind of together in that one little brief moment with that painting and the cracked wall. So I thought that was a really cool, like little let's throw throw this nickel in there and see how many people pick up on this one. So I thought that was a really cool one to put in there.
1: Yeah, it was a great moment for sure. Maybe. I I really I really think that they, it's something that if you hadn't seen it, it's so shocking to you, and yeah. you're like, oh my god, what is this? And you can you get it through the noises and the wall through the wall, the hammer and all that stuff.
0: This dude googling, I was like, that looks familiar.
1: And then I just watched it a year ago, so I do. <laughs> but for those, if you know, it's like if you know, you know. And mm-hmm. it wasn't a fan servicey thing. It was a, a coldly earned moment because that is his mind palace it's not an empty claire's it is actually his childhood home uh where he heard his parent his father abusing his mother you know and that's really hard abuse his father that's for damn sure yeah and he took a hammer to him well i i mean the guy was a dick um so i mean like i didn't feel too bad but uh a little hillis a little patricide here and there uh not advocating the only only, only in comic books uh but yeah that's i think it was perfect and then when we ended you can't ask for a better ending tonight.
2: oh i know the ending was uh, Ooh. so I did was... you recognize
1: the reporter yeah th- no i didn't recognize the reporter at all until i read it somewhere i'm like oh yeah. okay
2: yeah <laughs> that was
1: my thought i'm like the
0: reporter's familiar and then i was like when i was writing this i was like oh damn that's why they're so familiar so i thought that was kind of one of those another one of those nickels that they in for you're like oh so, yeah I like when they do that stuff
1: oh yeah for sure well, but i mean yeah. i love i love the i love the him running for mayor it's one of his big storylines yeah uh i don't think matt's gonna be the lieutenant mayor <laughs> i don't think they're gonna go with that route but man that That leaves uh, a lot of fertile ground for them to to work with, so I I think it's it's a great place, and it allows it gives leeway for Maya to come back. Obviously, Obviously Matt's going to be involved, involved. Uh, and then you still have it's New York City. Mm -hmm. You have all the defenders and the Punisher. That's
0: not all you got up there. I mean, you got Spider Man up there, all his goals with Kingpin.
1: I mean, that's that's a political thing. That's like sony yeah. contracts and shit uh but there's plenty of characters that live in new york city that can easily show up and, and do some damage and i'm curious to see how it all ties together i don't know how this all ties into a multiverse saga do i know think they know what's gonna happen no I think there's some alterations made out
2: well, and does it need to tie into the multiverse saga at this point? Like I mean
1: Yeah, and no, I it it doesn't. It
2: doesn't, yeah, but it'd be
1: kinda fucking cool if it did. that's I think that's yeah. how
0: the I mean answer we're here thinking like who's gonna be the next big bad? Are they gonna flush King down the toilet and go ahead and no. bring in um Doctor Doom? Or but I mean we got a big bad right here with Kingpin.
1: Which is, so it's like the whole battle world of it all, I think, is the 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 question is, like, this is where everyone kind of, like, all the multiverses collide and here's where things happen. And, man, you know, Daredevil, is he was a huge part of Secret Wars. He's yeah. a huge part of all of the big events and he hasn't right. been. So for him not to be involved, it could happen. Kind of cool if he did. Like, imagine, like, just, you know, Matt Murdock and Deadpool just, like, fall through a, like, a like a warp, you know, a black hole. And it's just like, all right, we're here. Let's, let's do some things, you know? And I kind of think that's how battle, you know, the the secret wars is going to be.
2: Yeah. And
1: we're, and so, yeah, let's throw them in. I mean, not everyone has to go.
2: I guess I have my reservations because of the way that, that, and I feel like this phase has not been well executed. I think if you had asked me maybe earlier on with a little bit more well-structured phases, i would have been a a little bit better about like okay yeah like that'd be cool to incorporate you know kingpin in this and this kind of this more street level you know kind of style of of show we're getting here and kind of series i think i'm like i just i just worry that unless the next phase is stronger in terms of cohesiveness and how it's all coming together and that it moves the story that the that the daredevil franchise if you will would become just as disjointed yeah, I on a smaller scale. so that's kind of my only like you know because the, the way it is right now it's, it's it's amazing it's amazing it's a great setup so far again they've been they've they've dropped in here are some of the shows that are netflix, the netflix shows that are part of the canon now um i think you've got this cool little world building happening and it's just i hope that it's it continues to be a strong build versus again kind of where we've been with this phase where you have all these different running pieces but they have not fully come together like you would hope like what we've been used to in other Marvel phases
0: yeah but the the way they're piecing it together though is starting to make sense and you're starting to see those pieces go together the way that
2: at the end of the phase though nearly that's the hard part to wait
0: for it but it's at least hopefully they know what the hell they're doing, and it's going to fall into place unlike some of the other stuff we've seen.
2: Bill's favorite. (laughs) Which one? Secret Invasion.
1: (laughs) Fuck. Oh, man. I don't hate as much as Alex, but... uh... Secret
0: Wars took place behind Secret Invasion in the comic book. It happened concurrently. That's why you were always seeing people disappearing and coming back and disappearing again. So... Yeah, it was a it was a whole thing. It was a mess. Even for the comic books to keep up with. So with that guys, final shots and thoughts before we close it down.
1: Uh echoes great. Uh go back and watch it. Tell your and tell your friends. I mean, like this was the one like everyone's down on Marvel. Everyone's like, It's over, brother. Uh it's not. Uh this one got their act together and and I think this is I believe this is the beginning of uh a new era and uh, some really cool stuff. So go check it out. Uh, I gave it a high rating, but Amanda, you were much higher than me on it.
2: Yeah, I really, this is how you tell a story in five episodes. Yeah. You know, the, the The pacing of the episodes was great. Although yes, that we had the Marvel of it all initially, but once the story went, it went. And we saw the issue, this issue with a lot of other Marvel shows, you know, with the exception of Wanda and Loki, you know I, I feel like the storytelling was either too long or just you know the the episodes the the episodes were too short you know just that the pacing of stories was not very consistent and here beautifully done um you have a great narrative with a you know great build for a character you know oh thank you black Mac thank you for 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 your comments and everything it's been yeah, it's man. been an awesome it experience better. thank you it does and um you appreciate your support and yeah just you know the the cinematography was beautiful the music was on point you know i i you you had so many different moving pieces but they all came together you had the family story you had her backstory you had her kick-ass moments you know i i thought for five episodes this was a very very strong series and this is the series that people were waiting for if you were if you loved wanda if you loved loki you were like i needed something very intense this was great I, I very much I very much enjoyed it, and um, I'm, it made me excited about Daredevil because I was nervous with all the, everything you're hearing coming coming out about it. This made me feel better. If 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 this is even like a fraction of how great Daredevil could is going to be, I'm I'm here for it.
0: I'm with you. Yeah. So for for me, it was one of those. To sum this whole thing up, it got flack that it didn't deserve. I, I, for one, thoroughly enjoyed it. I know people were complaining, well, it's a spotlight series. Other people only got an hour. They're giving her five episodes. But it's five episodes that worked. And if each episode played off the next one and into the next one. So for me, I was like, this is it for me. I'm like, this is how it should be done. It's short, it's sweet. You can watch it in a day, but it all flows beautifully together. And it's got me excited again for Marvel. That was my biggest thing. It has me excited again for Marvel. Which Loki Season 2 did as well.
1: Yeah. So. But this is the one where it wasn't... I didn't have the established character in the lead, like Loki. So yep. this is why they needed it to work. It was, it was an original property. Yeah, you had Kingpin, you had Daredevil. But this was... We were going to see if this character can do it, and it did.
0: So with that, Bill... And Amanda, both of you, tell us where we can find y'all, and what days we can find y'all.
1: Amanda, why don't you start us out?
2: All right. Well, of course, um, I know Bill's. Bill's got. Bill is has got quite a bit to close this out on. So I I like to leave him. He's he just does. I just do the yeah. business end, man. I just do the business
1: end. you end. do
2: like really good close, like openings and closings. So I'm like, I can't even like match you know, half the bill of energy here. So it's like, you have to sell it for me first and then you get I to, to, get, you get, to get right. that's the secret.
1: Uh, Not anymore, but it's it's mostly, ju- <laughs> mostly it's just like half a Coke Zero and just a whole lot of prayers. <laughs> so, it's like uh,
2: caffeine and prayers. That, yeah, that's, there joke. it is. There it is. But um, for me, you can find me at amandalorian on uh, Instagram and threads and at Reznor's Chick on X. Yes, I am a huge Nine ish Nails fan. So that's where my handle comes from. 9 Inch nails stand forever. Um, and of course, I'm one of the co-hosts of the socially distanced podcast, along with Bill. You can check us out every Friday on all streaming platforms. Uh, so we talk about everything, probably everything on Disney Plus for sure. We're doing we're, we're definitely going to diversify too. We're we're diving into the Netflix realm, which we did recently with Rebel Moon. And that was an experience. Uh, <laughs> that, that was, was some, an experience. That's an <laughs> healthy a healthy heaping,
1: a butt soup right there, <laughs> there man. There it is. <laughs> that was a good episode,
2: though. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we we uh we definitely definitely enjoyed it but we 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 talk about, you know, different Marvel shows, Star Wars, different movies that are out. You know, we dive into revisiting a lot of different content. You know, we're we're looking at revisiting the, the Matrix this year cuz it's 25 years old. I can't. I'm not ready for that. Yeah, for to that, acknowledge that. that is even that old, but oh, anyway, <laughs> remind me of my mortality, right? Um, <laughs> but yeah, we we have just a cavalcade of fun guests, and it's just it is a lot of fun. There's always something random that happens. <laughs> that happens yeah.
0: starting you have to cover raw for peace. Uh,
2: uh, <laughs> <No>, uh, <thanks. laughs>
1: maybe, maybe the premiere. I don't
2: know, Bill, Bill <laughs> might. Uh, Bill's got quite a bit to say about wwe so go go watch us on the bob culture podcast i was
1: fairly positive about it
2: i surprisingly 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 normally you have at least a conniption but we got original singing so you know you
1: got the conniption on the the this is true match this is
2: true this is true so go back and check that out bob culture podcast we were both on that uh here yesterday and uh yeah it was a lot of fun and um the other uh podcast that i'm a co-host for is anime pop with my co-host josh And that is available on the Pop Break TV feed. And we cover every month uh, the most popular anime that's happening, what's happening in the world of the news in terms of anime, and then also uh, recommendations from our different guests. So, yeah, Black Mac, you definitely should check out our, our Matrix episode.
1: Yeah, we're going to make our our, our our other host, uh, Al, who's he's had to step back a little bit. has never watched it. He owns it on DVD. He's never watched it, so we're going to make him watch it. So
2: that is that is our job too it is must watch so bill
1: oh as for me i am bill bodkin editor-in-chief of the popbreak.com. we've been doing this 15 years this september check us out every single day film music television pro wrestling anime comic books digital trends we're doing it all we've got articles we've got podcasts we're covering concerts i think we're at a concert right now uh we're covering that if i'm not there if maybe no it's dinosaur jr i'm definitely not there um so uh we have a whole bunch of great stuff check out socially distance every single friday uh amanda's podcast anime pop is on the pop break tv feed like i said at the top of the show i'm also the one of the panelists on tv break which is our our monthly look into the world of television i am the bill and the bill versus the mcu podcast which is our marvel first watch for me and rewatch for my co-host alex that's over on pop break today but most importantly, follow us on all forms of social media at The Pop Break, except for YouTube. We're at popbreak.com, all spelled out. You're a big wrestling fan. You could check out uh, Timeless Tony Storm calling out Wendy Richter, which is still one of my favorite things. Thousands of people have found it, so be one of the many who have. And if you must follow me on Twitter, I am at BodkinWrites. So uh, thank you for having us, Jeff. Yes. Uh, thank you for giving us clearance to be on the USDN, and we look forward to... Uh, to uh, returning and both as a, a dynamic tag team. Uh, we it. might not be the Flocking Brawlers, but God damn it, we'll put up a good fight. <laughs> Go follow oh, Brandon Vice and Casey Blackrose uh, somewhere yes. on the World hey, Wide Casey,
0: Web. follow Amanda. She posts plenty of his... This there.
1: they don't have right. a shared instagram account i'm telling you don't oh, yes, have right. a shared <laughs> instagram account it, it, well, it, that, cosplay. Way. it that way because
2: well, actually we scary. we do we actually have a shared couples cosplay but we cosplay together so that's part of it a couple As, that cosplay together
0: stays together
2: yeah, yeah. Well, our, well our whole family <laughs> our i told my wife cosplay. that
1: she'd be like get the fuck out of here <laughs> so for bill
2: Except, so for with, Except for Bill. Except for
0: Bill. Everybody, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to our episode on Marvel Echo. Watch the USDN page for more updates. I'm going to be taking next week off because I got a lot of stuff to put together. I got an episode to edit from last week. I got this episode, so I'm going to take some time, put together some reels, drop some episodes on the Spotify, and do all that behind the scenes work that make podcasting so much fun. Uh, once again, a big thank you to Bill and Amanda. And the crew from socially distancing the pot break. Um, as always, you know, I want feedback, y'all guys out there. Leave us some feedback in the comments below this video on Facebook. Let us know how we're doing over here at USDN. And if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to hit that button to like, subscribe, and share it with your friends over at the DFPN network. And on behalf of myself, Bill and Amanda and the Council of Nerds, this show here is USDN approved. It's
2: a trap. <laughs>